Let's find out if you're ready for love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. For quite a while, I've been wanting to talk about narcissists on the show. And I happened to find, actually, she found me. I had an expert about narcissists find me and approach me about being on the show. And she's with me today. So today we're going to talk about narcissists. And we're going to talk about what they are, how they impact us, how growing up around a narcissist will impact us, and about dating, signs to look for, and all kinds of interesting information. So, Lynn, it's great to have you with me today. Oh, thanks for having me, Nikki. I appreciate it. All right. Like I said, I've wanted to talk about this for quite a while, but I wanted to find somebody that knew what they were talking about. So I'm, I'm picky who I have on my show because I want to make sure we give them the right information. So... Let me see. Now, Lynn helps people to regain their confidence and thrive after leaving a toxic relationship. And I'm all for getting people out of toxic relationships and moving on and improving the quality of their lives. So she's a certified coach and hypnotist with several years of experience dealing personally with narcissistic personalities. She's also a co-author of two books on empowering women to succeed. Through personal coaching programs, her clients release negative emotions, anger, sadness, and frustration, loneliness, and learn how to regain their confidence and sense of self-worth so they can move forward into living a joyful life. She's in, she lives in Ontario. She loves to speak and is available to do interviews on subjects such as overcoming toxic relationships dealing with narcissistic personalities, and increasing personal confidence. Now, like I said, I am, I am really looking forward to talking about this because I think, I think people get into toxic relationships. It, it kind of, it, you know, if, if it's toxic from the start, that's one thing, but they can become toxic slowly, mm-hmm. and you, you just kind of get into it, and you don't really... You know, it just kind of becomes your norm. Or if you grow up in a toxic situation, it's your normal. You know, and it's just this this is how things are supposed to be. And you just accept it. And sometimes you don't realize it should be better than that. And so you just accept it. What do you think? Yeah, it depends on... Um yeah, you you meet someone and like if there's a, a, a big attraction to the person, uh, regardless of, of really knowing them well yet, um, you know that could push it, push the uh, push wanting the relationship. So sometimes you meet someone, um, there's some kind of a great attraction there, and um, a lot of times if we we get get to know the person day after day, um, some of these toxic signs that we we see, we might see or we might read something. We our gut is telling us something is a little off, or like why did they say that, or why are they doing that? But because we have this some kind of attraction, we we tend to push it to the side and say, oh, I'll, I'm going to ignore that. You know, I like this person for this for whatever reason. I'm just going to ignore it. It's going to be okay. You know. We'll right. work on it. It's going to go away, whatever, because they want that relationship. So they they push it to the side and they they keep trucking along. And um, you know, and usually what will happen is time goes on, it just gets worse. 
So before they know it, they're in this toxic relationship with this person. Um, they've gotten it, themselves into this mess, and um, versus trying to trying to get out earlier. So as we all know, you know, the further you're into a relationship, the harder it is to to leave or to to make changes. So that's what happens. Um, another thing that happens too is um, narcissists can love bomb you. So in the beginning, when you meet them, they're you know they make you feel like you're the greatest thing that ever that ever existed in, in their life. You know, you're this, you're that, you're, you're number one. You're, I've never met anyone like you, like you're so special. And they, they love bomb you. So then you're, you're brainwashed and manipulated into thinking that you're the greatest thing. And so that's, that's sort of like, um, you know, uh, you feel good about yourself. So that, that, that keeps you in the relationship too. But what narcissists do is they'll love bomb you and then, after a while, they'll start to you'll start to feel the mask starts to fall off, and you start to see the real person. So the odd put down, or the odd it's not good enough, or you know not not texting or calling you right back. You start to see signs that they're not into you as much as they said they were. So there's a lot of things that can happen as the you know relationship progresses, but you just start your gut starts to tell you something's off, like. You know, um, something's not quite right. What either what they're saying or what they're doing, or you know, it's just not. It's just not something's off. But a lot of times we ignore it. You know, right. So for yeah. people, because narcissist is a term that we hear. You know, you hear it quite a bit in in the media and and in TV shows. You you hear it quite a bit. So for people that may not exactly understand or may have kind of misconceptions how would you describe a narcissist okay a narcissist is someone who has uh, low empathy so you know if you say to them you know I remember last week when you said that to me and it, it hurt my feelings so they don't really register you know that you're hurt it's it's like I did oh I didn't know that well you, you very rarely get a, an apology, you know. It, it's like they're they're not a, acknowledging your feelings of of being hurt or or being, um, you know, having insulted or something. They don't they don't do that. Like they they'll invalidate you. Um, they don't acknowledge you. You know, a lot of times you're talking to them, but they're not really. You, you look at them and they're not really listening to you. They're just sort of looking at you, but you you can tell the information isn't going in. So. Right. They invalidate you. They they have low empathy. They can be very controlling. So you know my my way or the highway. So everything has to be their way, or most things have to be their way. You know, it's it's their way's the best. Your way's not so good. You know, um, uh, controlling, manipulative. Um, they manipulate to get what they want. Um, without and they can some of them can be very sneaky about it I and mean, you don't realize that you're being manipulated they gaslight which is denying your reality so you say remember last week when you said that to me and you know they said it they'll go i don't know what you're talking about it i never i never said that to you so they deny your reality and you start to you start as they keep doing that you start to think gee you know maybe i am going crazy maybe i didn't say that they didn't say that so you start questioning yourself and self-doubting you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, controlling, manipulative, gaslighting, invalidating. Um, you know, put downs. Nothing's ever good enough. Sometimes with a narcissist, it's everything you do. It's never good enough. 
you know, it, you do your best and it's still not good enough. So this, well, this feeling of this, this feeling of you know, you're you're just you're not you don't feel like a whole person sometimes. You're you're you don't feel like loved, you know. Well, and and like you said too, the love bombing, they they start with that to pull you in, and then you know, because I mean, who doesn't want to hear how wonderful they are, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know, so so you start with all that, and then it shifts. And and then you you really you know so you get this this oh I'm wonderful and he, they they think I'm fantastic and blah 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 and and then then nothing's good enough so you're you're you know so your emotions are going drastically mm-hmm. from, from one extreme to the other you know mm-hmm. which is so it's it's an incredibly unhealthy situation for you yeah you your know, emotions um, are are up and down and you're you know you're um, Yes, you're up and down constantly, you know, and, you know, sometimes they're not available when you want them to be. So you're constantly living on edge, you know, you're constantly living in this sort of nervous, uh, nervous, nervous, you know, up and down, and you're not sure what's going to happen next. And you don't feel secure, you know, like a, a normal health, a normal healthy relationship, you know, where you stand, you know, you feel loved, you know, you feel acknowledged a normal healthy relationship but with a narcissist you don't feel that you feel you know you're only there when they need you or you know um it's it's like a conditional it's a conditional relationship you know well well and everything is for their convenience mm-hmm. not yours ever you know um, it's all about them yeah exactly exactly well it's like, and, a, it's, and, a, it's like a one-sided relationship like right. with my ex, I may as well. Like I, I, talking to a brick wall, I would have got more emotion, you know. Like, it's it's like your it's like a one sided relationship, and the one side is theirs, of course, you know. Okay, now a a humorous, if there's ever a humorous example of a narcissist, would be Sheldon on Big Bang Theory, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's we we were we were sort of conditioned to see a humorous side of narcissism. With the what twelve years that the Big Bang Theory was on with mm-hmm. with Sheldon, but I mean he was very much it was all about him, anything he needed, everything he wanted. I mean even right down to where he sat his butt was all about him, you know. Mm-hmm. And no matter what anybody else needed, it just didn't matter, you know. Yeah. But like I said, he's he's a, a a fictional character that just about everybody watched at some point, mm-hmm. and I mean. He, his attitude was the reason I hated that show in the very beginning, and then the the show kind of grew on me after I watched yeah. it a couple more times. I know but it grows on you. Yeah. Initially, I could not stand that show because of his character, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, I mean, I've even heard him just described as the most lovable narcissist you're ever going to see. It's mm-hmm. like, but you still just want to smack the daylights out of him sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um But um, but yeah, like I said, I just. That's that's an example of one that I think pretty much anybody listening has seen the Big Bang Theory at least once, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to put a humorous face on narcissism, but I just think that people can at least relate to some of the characteristics we're talking about through that character. So Yeah. Now, what... I think a lot of people too, as we're talking about these characteristics, may um, 
remember some of these through other people that they maybe grew up around. Um, and I was I was talking to my boyfriend last night because I, I usually talk about whatever I'm going to you know interview somebody about for the show. And he was mentioning that this is something that that um, he's noticed comes up in support groups for ADHD. That a lot of people mention that they have dated or are dating um, people that are narcissistic. And we were kind of just doing some stuff and looking through comments and that kind of thing. And um, something that, that I kind of wanted to just kind of ask you and delve into a little bit is about um, people growing up in households. Because we know as coaches that what we grew up around has a big influence on what we do in our lives as we become adults. And, and especially in our dating lives and relationships and that kind of thing, we kind of mirror what we grew up around sometimes. Other times it, it's a warning to us and we don't do that because we don't want to see that and we don't want to mirror that. But other times it does impact us. So if if we grew up in a household with, say, parents that were, were had narcissistic traits or were narcissists, um, what kind of an influence does that have on us? Well, so you say your mother was a narcissist. Um, so as a, at a young age, you know, you learn either that, you know, what you what you do isn't good enough, or, um, you know, you're, you're you're you get controlled. You know, I don't don't do this. I don't want you doing this, or I don't want you doing that, or controlling, or not good enough, or um, comparing the siblings. If you have a sibling, one usually one ends up to be the golden child, and one that ends up to be the scapegoat. So there's all these things in a in a uh, narcissistic family dynamic that can come up uh, when you grow up in that kind of a situation, and um, so you grow up with this, and you're you become conditioned that this is the way, this is this is love, this is the way it goes, because that's right. what you that's all you know. So you grow up, and you know probably a hundred percent of people that grow up in these with a parent one or or two that are narcissists end up attracting a partner because it's the, it's the familiar right it's it's what right. we know exactly. so when someone you know doesn't treat us um like we should be treated we accept it because it's what we're used to we yeah. think it's so it's that's the norm you know when it, it's 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 not it's not healthy but because we're we're so used to that that's what we know um and, you know, how many people it ends up, you know what, my parent was a narcissist, and guess what, I married a narcissist. Right. You know, it, it, you're, you marry the same. So mm-hmm. that's, it's because we're used to it, right? We're used to being controlled, or we're used to being um, manipulated, or we're used to being, you know, put down, and, you know, gee, you look like you've gained a few pounds. Like, Lynn, is something going on? Um you know, like you look a little heavier today. Like you get used to these um, sort of demeaning comments. So then, you know, you 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 get you grow up and you attract you attract the same, and you you wonder why you're unhappy. <laughs> I was I was working with a, a couple, and the the husband looked at his wife and he says, "Well, you know, you're not allowed to go out after dark." And yeah. she's, well, yeah, "I know." And I looked. I said, "Excuse me, what did you just say?" Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and and I mean, I mean, she didn't even bat an eye. Yeah. 
That's what happened. That's because yeah, you're submissive to it, right? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you just told your wife she's not allowed to go out after dark. Mm-hmm. He says, well, she's not. Yeah, how I'm old is she? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, and you said, yeah, I know. Seriously, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Wow, you know? But but um, yeah, wow. And I, I coach people. I coach people that, like, I coached a girl about a month ago, and she she was with a narcissist, and she knew he was a narcissist, and she said he puts me down, and but I go back to him. We break up, and I know he's a narcissist, but I go back to him. Yes. I said, well, that's called that's trauma bonding. You know, you're yes. you're not you're not strong in yourself. You have to build out yourself up more. You're 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 and you're codependent. You're going back to someone that that you're, you know, that's 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 hurting you and you're going, you, you break up, you go back, you break up, you go back. Mm. So you've obviously got a, a, a weak sense of self. You have to build yourself up more. You have to go inside and find out, you know, what, what is, we'll, we'll call her name Sue. Like what is Sue all about? You know, what makes Sue tick? What makes Sue happy? What makes Sue, you know, motivated? You, you don't know yourself well. You're, you're, and you're too dependent on someone else and someone else that's hurting you. So that's a really red flag, right? But a lot of these women, that's the pattern. They go back, you know, to these men that are abuse, that are emotionally, some physically, but well, we're just talking emotionally here, emotionally abusing them, and they go back. And like when you really think about it, that's sort of sick, you know, <laughs> yeah. to go back Why? to someone that's that's emotionally abusing you. But you know, it's the trauma bond, and um, they think. If they they I guess they with time with with time they think this is what this is what I deserve. This is all, this is all I deserve, you know, because mm-hmm. the narcissist uh, puts us down, like, like uh, hits us down, knock by knock by knock by knock. We go down, down, down. So like after time, we're thinking, well, this is maybe all I deserve because this is maybe all I am. And then they believe that, you know, their, their, their self-worth is, is low. Their self-esteem and self-confidence is low, you know, and um, they're confused because they're gaslighted, so it's it's very very deep. This this narcissism thing, it's very it goes very very deep, you know. And I I heal women, and you have to want to be healed. You know, you have to want yes. the change, and it's work. But if you don't want to do the work, and you know you don't want the change, then it's not really going to happen. You have to want it, you know. Well, and I I see people that they'll complain about a situation. But that's not enough. No. You know, complaining about it is one thing, but you've got to get to the point where you, like you said, like you, you want to change it yeah. and you're willing yeah. to do the work to change it. And you don't, you don't want it bad enough if you're just complaining all the time and you don't, exactly. you don't want exactly. it bad enough. Yeah. Complain, no. Complaining is one thing, but willing to do the work. And I mean, and, and I talk about it on here all the time. It's like, okay, there, there is, a better option, but you can't just flip a switch. It's not that simple, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, ninety five, at least ninety five percent of the coaches that I have on here as guests, and I do that on purpose, have done the work. That's why we're coaches, you know. Mm-hmm. We did the work. We've seen the difference in our own personal lives, and we want to help other people do it, you know. And it's like it's like you know, I I've I've been on both sides. I've done the work. 
I, I know this. I can tell you because I've done it. I've been, mm. I've been where you are. I've done the work. I've gone through the work. And I've come out on the other side. And I, I know what a difference it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want to help you do it, but I, I can't do it for you. I can help yeah. you. I can give you the tools. I can show you the, the, how to do the journey. But you've got to be the one to do it. And the thing is, I, I wouldn't have wanted somebody else to do it for me, even if they could, which they can. Mm-hmm. But, but the feeling of empowerment by knowing I did it, I wouldn't have given that to somebody else because I, how do I say this? Um, I'm damn proud of myself, <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. for overcoming all of that crap. Right. You know, that's right. Yeah. You know, for yeah, knowing you're proud of what you've accomplished and how you've, exactly. how far you've come. And, yeah. Exactly. That is so empowering to know mm-hmm. what, what, all those problems and knowing I got rid of them, yep. you know, and seeing other people that are trying to do that or not willing to put the work into it and saying, you know what, I I know what I had to deal with mm-hmm. and I did it and it was hard, mm-hmm. but I came out the other side and I wouldn't go back for anything. I wouldn't go back yep. for millions. I wouldn't do it. Yep. You know, yep. and that's that's why I've got the show. That's why I do this every week, and that's why I want. I mean, it's on my about page. I explain very clearly why I have this show, mm-hmm. and it's a labor of love. You know, I've been doing this and, for yeah, seven for years sure mm-hmm. for a reason. Yep. You know, yeah. You know, I I don't get paid to do this. I do this because I want to help people. You know, yeah. And that's why I'm picking who my guests are. I want to make sure that they're people that have gone through this too. Mm-hmm. And can say, look, this, I want to help you. I want to help you to make your life better. Yeah. You know, so. And I, I, I mean, found I'm, in my healing, I found in my healing, it wasn't just, you know, working on myself. It was also learning what makes a narcissist tick because education is power, right? So. Yes. The more yes. you know about something, it gives you more control and power. Like, it just gives you more support so you know I, yeah. I educated myself on the on a narcissist why are why the way they like their their history what made them what why are they a narcissist um you know the things that they do you know understanding the enemy makes a big difference <laughs> yeah so you, it's not just you know building your like working on yourself but it, it is also educating yourself on narcissism and why the way the way they are the way they are and the reasons you know and Every narcissist is, is different in, in some of the things they do, but when you really look at the whole the whole over big picture, a lot of it, a lot of the things that the things that they do are similar. Uh, you know, their 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 projection, like when they project their pain onto you, like they can't they can't handle they they don't go inside. They don't. You know, you'll never hear a narcissist say to you. Gee, you know, for the last few years, I know I've been hurting you, and I, I'm really sorry about that, and I want exactly. to apologize, and I'm going to fix it, and I really, really want to make this better. You're never going to hear a narcissist say that, right? Because they don't do that. They don't go inside. They don't look at themselves and try to fix something. They think, they think what this this is the way. What you see is what you get, and they're not going to. Narcissists aren't going to change. Well, they so wouldn't that, understand what that means anyway. Yeah, so it's you that has to change. And, you know, some people, it, that you know, that's a, a big, 
big pill to swallow, but you have to do the changing because they won't do the work. You'll never, right. never ask. They won't. It'll never happen. So, well, they're not doing that, anything wrong. So, what's to change? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> either and either they, you know, yeah, they, they have like a, a shell. It's like a um, and a, a mask. You know, they have, they wear this mask. It's like a false self. Uh, yeah, they're they're portraying right. It's a false persona. But that's how they uh, survive. That's how they. Um, live and that's what makes them tick that makes them get through the day is this false persona this grandiosity or you know I know it all or that's how they that's how they get by that's what makes them and it's like it's crazy because I'm not a I'm an empath like I don't see it that way life that way but that's how they see it right so um, yeah they live by like a false a false self yeah, when when a narcissist tell me tells me they think they're an empath, it's just like holy no, yeah. <laughs> you just no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's always that that's such a fascinating moment. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So so what what does it mean when a narcissist says I love you? Because we know what it doesn't mean, but what does it mean? It means I love you for what you give me, you know. <laughs> I love you for your narcissistic supply that you give me. Ooh, I you like know? that. Yeah, like I've 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 looked at this comment a lot um, through researching it, but yeah, it's they they lo- they love you. Yes, they love you for what you're giving them. You know, you're giving them strokes. You're giving them attention. You're giving them. Um, your time, you're giving them your your life, you know, however long you've been in the relationship. Of course they love you because you're making them happy. It's your you're you're their supply. You're you know, you're you're their um their food, you know. They feed like, off you. I love that yeah. you refuel my narcissism. I like What's that. What's that? So I love that you refuel my narcissism. Mhm. Exactly. Interesting. Huh. Okay. So, so what are five reasons why some people still love a narcissist? Because it it seems like it'd be like get away from me, but some people don't do that. Uh, why they stay with a narcissist? Lack of self worth and lack of self confidence. Um, maybe they feel they, you know, I can't get any better, or they feel they don't want to be lonely. They they mm-hmm. they'd rather stay with this. So, um. Trauma bonding, you know, um, is very common. They're bonded. They've been bonded with this person. So why women put up with this abuse? Yeah, they go back. Is It's the trauma bond. You know, it's like a, a glue. You know, they, they, they can't get away from it. They, can, they, they can't. They, they just seem they can't get away. So they go back. Kind of like um, the mouth on the, on the, like, little glue pad kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. It would it would seem to me, and I may be off base with this, but it would seem to me that narcissists target certain sorts of people. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah, they target people who they can sense right away. Well, they'll get their supply. You know, okay. people that are that are loving, that are kind, that are empathetic, that are caring. Um, because they know they're going to get their supply. You know, this person is is is. Is a, is um you know giving people people that are 
um, take people for what they you know they 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 go in with good intentions, not naive, but just sort of like going in with an open heart. They 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 love that right because right. they know they can just get right in there. So someone that's not got a, their guard up, you know, someone that's open to a relationship and open to love, that's what they want. So then they can get right in there, right, and start working it, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if they sense, that, you know, that you have your guard up or you, you're sort of on to them, it's not, I don't think it's going to happen because that they know it's not going to work. They have to be able to get you to be their supply. So, so people that are soft-hearted and kind and loving and, you know, go in with that sort of like open-minded positivity, you know, right. in a relationship, which is the way I am. And I get, I get, I, I've got hooked by narcissists. Well, not very, not a lot. I've had, I've dated some like years ago, some really nice men, but my ex was and um, I attract them and a, a lot of women do. A lot of women tra- attract them because um, that's what they're looking for, right? Um, True. Yeah. And it's, so, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy when you think about it. It's a really crazy system. Yeah. It is. So why doesn't the narcissist love you? Um, some say narcissists can't love. I think That's they can I'm love thinking. in their own way, but in the way they they know what love is. Right. But when it comes to really loving someone, like a full loving them for their flaws and loving them for everything that they are, no, because narcissists want what they want, you know, and mm. your flaws are going to be pointed out. Your flaws are going to... It's like, it's like a sort of a conditional thing. They don't love unconditionally. They They love through conditions and through control and it's just you know and I, I, I know the difference between a man that has loved me for for just being me and loving me but, loving me not loving him through me I know the difference and then I know the narcissist love and I, I it's a completely different love the, the the man that loved me for me was just very kind and giving and and we were equals you know we were best friends we were lovers we were I could share anything with him I didn't feel like I oh I shouldn't say that or I better not and you know I could be myself he 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 accepted me for who I was he didn't care about the flaws he we worked it out but with the narcissist your flaws are pointed out you know your flaws are are not good you're you know, you did this wrong. You did that wrong. Um, you 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 start to feel you have to be a certain person to to keep this relationship to work. You have to sort of be this false person to make it work. Like there's, it was so different the dynamic when I was in the two different relationships. Um, right. You can't well, be you yourself. Know, you know. There was there was somebody that was a friend of mine, and um, always always said. Love you, love you, love you, all this kind of stuff. And and somebody asked me one time if I thought they really did, and I said, and I actually, without even thinking about it, said, as much as I think they're capable of loving anyone, I think so. You know, so that I mean, that was without even thinking about as far as being a narcissist, which I really think he is. Um, that that was my description. I said, as much as I think he's capable of of loving any sort of a person, 
Mm -hmm. I, I think so, yes. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Because some people, I, I think, just cannot love or care for another person. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, I've, I've researched this, too. A lot of it goes back to their wounds, the narcissist wounds. They were, a lot of times, narcissists were raised by narcissists. So it's like a generational, right. it goes down the, the line, right? Um, right. They, they were wounded. They weren't good enough. You know, Johnny, when he was five, brought home a, an A on his report card and said, look, Mom, I got an A. And, and Johnny's mom goes, A? Where's the A plus? I don't right. know. You know, so then he gets he gets that instilled in his brain. Uh oh, not good enough. Got to keep going. Try. Got to keep working. Not good enough. And a lot of times, narcissists have been raised. Well, they they have been raised by narcissists, and they grow up, and they don't. The, the thing is, they don't fix these wounds. They don't. Um, nothing's fixed. It's they, so they grow up with these wounds inside, and that's why they're hurt. Hurt right. people. Hurt people. They're hurt, so they. They go out and they project their pain um, onto you because they don't want to carry the pain in, inside. So everything's your fault or everything, you're not good enough. Like they, 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 they project it, they take it and they throw it onto you because they, they don't want to carry that pain anymore. So right. then you're left feeling, you know, you've got your own pain and then you've got their pain. So no wonder we get depressed because it's, it's too much to carry. Mm -hmm. You know, they, you're, you're carrying around someone else's pain. That isn't even your pain, so. Yeah, I just, it's like, I don't you know. need yours too. How can a person avoid dating a narcissist? Like, like to avoid problems in unhealthy relationships when possible. Well, I guess I would just think, you know, just look for any red flags you, that you see, and it's hard because, you, you, you know, we're all human. We want relationships. But you have to sort of be tough sometimes and look for red flags. Like if you see, if you, if you not look for them, but you don't look for them when you're, you go in and if you see it or you think you see a red flag or you see something that's a little off, trust your gut and think about it, you know, and, and really work on, and work, work on that inside because don't ignore it. Don't brush it off because a lot of times our gut is, is right and yes. we end up regretting it. We end up regretting it later on. I know I have. Like, oh, I should have just done, you know, I should have just gone with what I thought, but I didn't. So um, trust your gut. And, um, you know, if you if you start getting in the relationship and he's trying to, um, like I met someone the other day, um, um, he, you could tell he was just wanting to control it right away. Like, you know, let's do... We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Are you this? Like, and then starting to judge me. And I thought, I, like, from what, like, I've done the work, so I knew right away. Red flag, red flag, you know, right. red red lights flashing. Like, this is this guy's got narcissistic. I don't know him well, but he's got narcissistic traits, and I know this right away. You know, and um, you know, if if they start talking a lot about themselves, and you know, you start talking about yourself, and they sort of. Oh, yeah, and then they take it back to themselves. You know, it's all about me. Um, but they can be tricky, you know. Um, you, can be, you can be tricked. You can, they can start love bombing you and the love bombing thing, and then that's how we get tricked. But if, you know, as far as the other side of it, yeah, I'm looking for, like, control or um, judging you. You know, they start, everything's like a, he start, you know, he, he said to me, he goes, gee, we're on a video call. You seem really serious. And I said, 
oh, and I thought, gee, this is weird. And he said, you know, you seem serious. I said, well, I actually was just with a client, and we were discussing something, so I guess I've transferred. And I, I just sort of said it, like, laid back. And he goes, oh, really? He goes, you just seem serious. I thought, see, he's judging me. Like, this is not, you know, like, it's like, um, it just doesn't give you a good feeling, you know, when they start judging and, and everything's a big deal and all this and that. Um, if they're not available, like, you know, um, I'll give you a call, you know, tomorrow night or I'll text you or something and they don't. And then, you know, you text them and, oh, so, you know, I thought we were supposed to get together and have a, and then, you know, he waits another day and then, oh, sorry, I've just been really busy. So you get these like, you know, he's not available type of things. And um, you have to be tough with that too, because I've done it. You know, he's, he's did it and I would just sort of brush it off. Oh, I I thought you were going to call me, but no problem. And no, you have to say, you know, like you were, you said you were going to call me. Like, I don't like this. Like you have to be um, upfront about it. Right. Um, Yeah. Um, What about if the person, um, wants you all to themselves because yeah, that's, that that's a big red flag that can be so flattering they want you all to themselves yeah in but, the beginning it, it can be great right because you feel special you feel acknowledged right. you feel special but as time goes on i know what always seems to happen is then you you know i don't want you to go see that person or why don't you right. go out with your friends again? No. Why don't you stay home with me? You know, um, it starts out great because it, you know, it makes you feel special. But as time goes on, it's control, right? Right. And it, it's their insecurity. You know, like right. if if you're if you feel good about yourself and you trust, you have trust. You know, you don't care if you're or you don't. Not so now you don't care, but you don't mind if your partner goes out with friends right. on the in the, right. the healthy relationship, but. A narcissist is um they're insecure right and they want they want you all of themselves so because they have they have because they have low self-esteem a narcissist portrays they don't they portray they're this perfect great person but they have low self very low self-esteem so they want you all to themselves right and how long can that go on (laughs) exactly well so many people oh but it's so flattering they want me all to themselves like no 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 No, no, big red flag there, folks. What about a narcissist and infidelity? Theirs or yours? Mm -hmm. Well, that's, you know, everyone is different when it comes to that. We, some have our, you know, we go further than others, but usually, um, you know, it's, it's their, their, they get bored with you that the reason why they are unfaithful they they get bored or they 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 want more excitement they want they want more supply so they they go out and they they're unfaithful and they they get their supply they get what they want and they as i said earlier no no empathy so they're not thinking oh gee i you know i i hurt her i shouldn't have done this or it's not about you it's about them right true and so they just do it and of course how many times have women been left with the broken heart, you know, and um, he went and it was unfaithful and, you know, now I'm left alone. I'm hurt. I don't feel, I, I feel I'm comparing myself to the other woman. What, what did I have? What I, what I don't have that she has, 
and this is how they make you feel more insecure and more unloved you know um it's just another it's just another job that they do right um to make you feel unlovable you know and um i know the, the few women do go back like it ends up say they break up with that person and they they do go back it happens rarely though but they do go back with the narcissist you know there's some some of those dysfunctional relationships where they do go back but a lot of times um you know like if with anyone once trust is gone and they've moved on to someone else it's sort of like you know it's written it's written in stone then you know like i he's not mine anymore and i have to start a new life you know right um yeah but it's it's they want more supply they get bored they want they want more excitement they want more supply they want they want something different you know they want maybe a different personality uh, in the woman who knows uh, something like that but um well, yeah they just move on any any narcissist i've i've ever been around cuz I, I i've never dated one but any any that i've known I mean, they, they just, they need constant attention, constant yeah. attention, constant, I mean, that constant supply of, of attention coming into them. You know, no matter how many people are in the room, they, they just, they need constant attention from people, you yeah. know. Um, sort of like a, a, like, sort of like a child, you know, that wants Pretty money, much, I, pretty much, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Growing you know, and mm-hmm. as, and the ones I've known as a child needed constant attention, you know, but it didn't change as they grew up. You know, got to be the center of everybody's attention. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, no, no matter what sort of attention they needed, everybody's constant attention. So I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't see that. You know, in, infidelity would be they wouldn't even consider that as being. It's, it's just it's more attention. You know. Yeah. So. And it, I, I, I had an, I had a my ex was, but I also had a best friend, a, a girlfriend that. Um, not just a narcissist with me, but with everyone. But I could tell the first time I noticed she's got narcissist uh, tendencies is um, we were both single and we went out to this restaurant slash club and we were standing waiting to get served or something and two guys came up and started talking to each one of us. And the one guy was talking to her and the one guy was talking to me and then their, rela- their conversation sort of stopped and me and this other guy, we, we, were, we were kept talking. And we kept talking and talking, like, and we still weren't getting our table yet. So she she got jealous because she, you know, I was still talking to this guy, and this is how petty and how how silly they are. So she goes to me. She she goes. I was still talking to the guy, and she goes, Lynn, excuse me, we have to go now. We have to we have to leave. And I looked at her, and we all looked at her, and, and I said, Leave? What do you mean? She goes, No, we have we have to leave. And. So I had to get I had to leave the restaurant with her because she's jealous of you know that I that she's not right. center of attention you know she wasn't the center of attention I'm not saying I was the center of attention not at all you know you were but attention. because was she wasn't yeah and she's she she's very um, very insecure person uh, when she walks in the room um, you know has to have all eyes on her to the point where it's cra- it's 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 crazy. Like, it's really crazy. And, you know, um, very petty. You know, they look for these little things that I wouldn't even think about, right? But because of their insecurity and their, their hurt, they're hurt people, right? 
Mm. And you know, well, she would make she would she would even make lists. She da- she dated this guy. She made a list of what she wanted from him. <laughs> she gave it to him like a contract. <laughs> wow. It was nuts. Yeah, she was like she's I think sort of on the far end of the spectrum. She never used to be, but I think with age and time she's become very um very unhealthy in her mind, you know. It's well, see, there's Sheldon again. Sheldon likes to make contracts too. But yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there's there's a couple I know, and, and they come up with these, like, really bizarre things that people have supposedly done to them, and it's like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I saw that, but that's an issue with you, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's just, wow. It's, it's like, yeah. I can't believe you wasted time coming up with this crap. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah. yeah and if you're not right there when you want them to be, you know, he's supposed to show up at 5 and he shows up at 10 after, she freaks out. And, like, just very, very controlling, you know. Um, I, I want um, you to, in, you know, spend money on me all the time. She won't she won't go Dutch. It's like constantly, you spend money on me. You know, you, you, you give me the attention. Don't look at another woman. Like if they go out to a wedding or a party um, back then before the COVID thing, like, you know, if, if, he, if he got caught talking or, to, to, you know, she gets, gives him the glare and we're going to go home now. Like just very, um, very jealous, you know. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Boy, she so. sounds like <laughs> What's that? She sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, she's not well, and I don't yeah. talk to her anymore. Um, but she's um, she used to be a lot of fun. We used to uh, go out when we were in our twenties, and we used to go out and have a lot of good, lot of lot of good times. She never was like that. But with time, I guess I don't know what's happened. Something must have happened to her to affect her. But yeah. she's become very insecure and very unhappy. Right. Yeah, sounds like it. And and she doesn't want to try to help herself. Like she doesn't seem to want to. She knows. I think she can. She's she can do some very extreme things. And I don't think she even cares to fix it or help herself or do anything to better herself. Nothing. You know. Mm. It's 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 almost scary. Mm. But um, yeah, so I've had that. I've I've also had a friend that was a full She's a full blown narcissist. So between that and my ex and um, family member, you know, I've I had my dose, and so I decided one day I'm just going to get myself feeling better about about life, and I'm going to I healed myself, and then I, now I coach women. Uh, I help them to heal from it. So because you know enough, you just get to a point where I got to a point where enough's enough, like. Uh, no, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> well, you, you have to, you know, and, and that's that's something I've said on too. You've you've got to get to the point where you're like, I have to look out for me, and I have to get healthy. You know, exactly. I have to get to the point where I'm in a situation where my surroundings and my life is healthy for me, because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to do it for you. You know, and yeah. nobody else can do it for you. You have to yeah. do it. You know, so. and you are you are who you who you hang around with, who your friends are. So if, you are. if I'm going to if I'm going to choose to hang around with toxic people, then I'm going to become that way too because they they will make you that way. They will make yeah. you that yes. way. So, um, well, yeah, yeah, it's you surround yourself with healthy people or unhealthy people. It's your choice. So uh, exactly. 
No, um, and I, I I know some people. I know some like for herself. I know some people do thrive on drama and negativity, and they they thrive on it. It's life would be dull without it, um, and that's fine for them. But but for um, for me personally, um, no thanks. <laughs> I can find other ways to be excited. I really can. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then what gets yeah. me is, is when somebody that thrives on drama says. I just, I don't understand these people that create drama for no reason. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. Really? You can't? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah. So what about, in, in the, the time of COVID, what about somebody that's quarantined with a narcissist? Because that's, that's something some people have had to face this last six or seven months. Yeah, so when you're in, in four walls with a narcissist, of course, there's not a lot of distractions to, to you know, um, get the focus off each other. So what you sh- what you do is, and it's it's a pretty intense situation. So to avoid stress on yourself and um, anxiety on yourself, what you do is you just agree with them, like for the time. Like you just, you know, and if they want something, you just go get it. You don't argue with them. You don't co- have confrontations. You don't disagree, even though you want to. You you just don't. You're in four walls with this person, and they're a narcissist, and you don't want to have a nervous breakdown. So just go along with them, and the less said, the better. You know, as I said, don't argue. Don't disagree. Just go along. It's called um, gray rock, or there's another word. I forget what it is, but just sort of like just, just go along with them. If they want something, go get it. Just be a, a non-entity is the word. Be a non-entity and um, to get by. Because you're in four walls with one person. That's a narcissist, right? And it's crazy things can happen. So just go along mm-hmm. with them and, you know, sort of do what they want or do what they say. Because You know, and um, make them feel important, you know, make them feel that their number one sort of thing. Right. Yeah. So if a person is in a relationship or married to a narcissist and they realize it's not healthy and they realize they need to do something for their own sanity and their own health, what kind of tips can you give them to, to start getting themselves to a better position or a better place? And they're going to stay married to this person, you're assuming, right? Well, if if they're in a situation and they want to improve their situation, what what would be what would be your suggestion for them to uh, in, improve things? Yeah, well, I found for my healing, um, I started <clears throat> focusing on what made me happy. Like, you know, things that I used to do years ago that I used to love to do, I had lost. And a lot of times when you get in a narcissistic relationship, you lose a lot of yourself. You lose a lot of your um, passions. You, lo- you lose a lot. You lose some of your interests. And a couple of things I, oh my gosh, I remember I used to do that. And I used to love doing that. I'm going to try that again. I'm going to get back into that. So finding things that you love to do, um, passions, hobbies, things that excite you, things that make you happy, people that make you happy, connect, reconnect with someone that you used to talk to and you haven't. Um, because a lot of these relationships take us away from these things, right? We get absorbed into the narcissist world and we lose our world. 
So so go back and do things that you love to do or, you know, do that thing that, oh, I'm, I could never do that. Do it. Try do, doing do something that is going to excite you and, and it's maybe out of your comfort zone, but, but do it anyway. Um, like, not in a selfish way, but focus on yourself and focus on your, you know, what makes you tick and what makes you happy and um, things that, you know, you're passionate about. And I found as time went on, I started to become, you know, the fog started to lift and that that sort of like black cloud started to go away. And I started to find myself again and who I was. Because the narcissist, that's what they do. They take away ourself, ourself, like we become someone else. And, um, you know, I started to find myself again and who I was. And I liked that, right? I thought, gee, I, I'm starting to feel like the old me again. So... Um, you you heal yourself from it, right? And I do work with the subconscious mind. Um, I'm a hypnotist, so I strongly believe in that. I believe what we think is what we are. So, you know, if we if we if we if we gonna if we feel we're a victim and we're we're gonna play the victim, we're gonna be a victim. But if we right. we want to fight it and and be a survivor, be a thriver, you know, conquer this beast, and we're going to come into our own, and we're going to we're going to be tough and and get this you know, work this out and get our mojo back, then that's what's going to happen. You know, like, I, I believe strongly in the subconscious mind and what what we, we, are, we are what we think, you know. Right. So um, I know a lot of these women on some of these Facebook pages, they're definitely the victim because they just go back to doing the same things and they some of them they just talk like a victim you know i'm i'm just i'm there's nowhere i can go and i can't there's nothing i can do and i'm i'm with this man for the rest of my life and poor me poor me poor me and it's like well that's a choice you know really you you can find ways to to get to fight this you know or to change it you know yeah if you really you want to, to you know you have to want to yeah you have to want to do it, and I, you know, I've, I know, I know some of the ways to do it. I've, I, my, I have a three-month coaching program called Toxic to Terrific, and that's my actual healing journey that I went on to heal. And I have different little, th- little knickknacks and different little things that I do that will, you know, turn it, turn it around for you and um, make your life uh, bring back the joy, bring back the confidence, bring back the. The, the excitement, you know, versus the depression and the oh, low confidence and, you know, you're feeling rotten about yourself. Like, who wants to go through life like that? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, life's too short. Yeah, it's just, it's just too short. So, you know, if the, nar- the narcissist isn't going to change, and that's fine. Let them do their thing. But, you know, yeah. we have if, to have our you, life too, you know. They're, they are not going to change. No. I don't care. No. No, they're not nope. change. They are not. <clears throat> they definitely are not. So how can um how can people find more information about you? Um yeah, there's um my email, if you want to email me, it's lynnmc at live dot C A. So it's L Y N N M C at Live dot C A. You can email me. Uh, on Facebook, uh, you'll see Lynn McIntosh, L-Y-N-N-M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H, and underneath it says Relationship Coach. I'm on Facebook. Um, and my website is lynnmackintosh.com. 
So I like uh, that you spelled that out. So many people won't spell their stuff. I said, don't assume people know how to spell. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I know. I just did that. But anyway, that's, yeah. Yeah, especially names. Never assume people know how to spell names. I don't care how easy it is. So. I know. Well, sometimes I, I think maybe they didn't hear me clearly. Like maybe I should yeah. spell it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they, they probably did hear me, but I spell it out anyway. So. People can't spell names. Sometimes, sometimes Lynn is spelled with an E or it's spelled with one N. So I just, exactly. I just hey, I, spell it. I don't always spell it. I did today, though. <laughs> I, I get email for Nike. I mean, what can I tell you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking, yeah, Nike. Yeah. I, I look it up. Nike. <laughs> Nike Lay. Come on, people. Yeah. And people, people spell Lee all kinds of different ways. So I get uh, whatever. <laughs> so. I know for sure. I was thinking, yeah, Nike Lay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I you know whatever. But it yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank goodness they don't have to spell my legal name. It's really unusual. <laughs> so, oh. All right. Well, thank you very much. Because I, like I said, it's, narcissism is a is a really interesting interesting thing, and and dealing with narcissists. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's it's something yeah. I. I like I said, I I just it's something I've wanted to cover for ages, so I'm really glad we got to cover that today, and I'm hoping that the audience got lots of good information, and um, I will have the information on my website and replay of today's show and in all your links for people. So if you go to readyforloveradio.com/slash/narcissist, you'll be able to find all of that. And narcissist, since we're spelling things, is spelled N-A-R-C-I-S-S-I-S-T. So Lynn, thank you very much for being with me today. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me, Nikki. I appreciate it too. All right. And listeners, I'll be with you next time on Ready to Love Radio. Caught me at work in the middle of the day Tells me she's lonely as can I get away Not a cloud in the sky and she's feeling the pain Cause her lips are dry and she wants a taste of rain She said give me that, 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 give me that love I need no loving like the river needs a rain So give me that, 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 give me that love I want you loving like a river needs a rain So I'm gonna love her like a river loves a rain Sometimes a day's as long as it's hot When you got something that you can't go without Said she's feeling like an addict jonesing for another hit So I give a little bit just to wet her lips When she says give me that, 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 give me that love I need your loving like a river needs a rain so give me that, 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 give me that love. I want your loving like a river needs some rain.